ni sambul bunak na turang kin marama na dorbo kin ngonelewa oni simuti ko maina salini mon libliba kin kakamburati ba kayor tiko yani ango sengatanga ni ngule da bio ero na turang kin marama balina sanitolu kumbuna brumasanga kin matanitu ba yo kanino tovata tulosaka ladies and gentlemen boys and girls my name is Michaeli Cruz Balanavata Voundry and I am your host for the Everyday Fijians podcast with Everyday Fijian shares the everyday story in the everyday world the Everyday Fijians podcast is proudly brought to you by the Fiji History page on Facebook and in, on Instagram, displaying the past, present, and future of Fijian history. Once again, I just want to greet all our listeners in Sydney, in Sydney, and in Australia, and literally around the world. Uh, I do hope that you enjoyed the last podcast we had with uh, Tumburu Naivalurua, the promising uh, basketball player who has aims and goals to play in the NBA one day and. I do hope that comes to pass, but also on top of that, I do hope that, of course, due to this pandemic and the episodes that have been produced, um, in some way or some manner they've enjoyed listening to, whether it be from the articles I've read in regards to the Samoans of Walikutu, or having the same, um, the interview sessions with Tumburu, or with uh, Ryan Storer, or with James Storer, the other hosts that have appeared on. So I do hope in some way or some manner that You've taken time to listen to their story and shown forth that they're just an everyday Fijian. But without further ado, we've got our next guest here today. Uh, I've known, I remember first meeting this guest back in 2004-2005 uh, in PCYC in Parramatta in Western Sydney. Uh, I was up during church, he came for one service and that. And on top of that as well, that was the, probably the last time I met him, not until 2014 when we had Fijian classes that was organized by Mr. Paul Namakandre back in Granville around that year. And then as the years went by again, um, I believe it was around last year, where I um, saw him at the MacArthur Tens. He wasn't playing, but he was supporting the crew. <laughs> <laughs> he was supporting the crew, we especially with the Ra team. They went all the way in the semifinals. They were just one game short of the grand final. And on top of that, just recently I've been bumping into him in our workplace. Uh, in Alexandria and uh, in, in Sydney, while I'm doing deliveries, picking up the boxes for flower deliveries, this gentleman is doing his part in uh, fixing up scooters or just packing scooters, um, um, especially today, and especially since transport has evolved, um, you know, these scooters have evolved as well. But without further ado, I introduce our guest today. Um, without further ado, I just want to welcome Vili. Vili, how's it going? I've been alright, man. All right, cool, man. Nice, nice. Well, that's all the formal introductions. So let's let's get straight into it, eh? So, Billy, what do you... you know, I know you're Billy, but what is your full, full name? No, whatever. So, my full name is... People call me Billy, but my full name is William yep. Bonginrao Tilao. Alright, set, set, set. So, really, I'm going to just call you Vili for the yeah. rest of this year? Set, yes, set. Alright, where, where are you from, Billy? Where Where's your links? Um, in regards to, you know, where you come from in Fiji? Nobalevu. So, my father's from Tumbalevu. Yep. Namara Tailevu. Ah, push Tailevu. Push Tailevu. Tailevu no longer. Yeah. Hashtag Dub Nation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's from Tumbalevu. Yep. From the Yabusa Levukana. Yep. Matangali Tunimata. Tokutoka Mbatini Lobo. Nice, nice. And for and your, from your mom's, mom's side, Tangani? My mom is from uh, Nokunoko. Nokunoko Saibora. Alright. Oh, Maina Mai. Maina Mai. If I die, I die. If I die, I die. Auri Saibora. Take the limit. Nice, very nice. So, it's wonderful to, it's wonderful how you mentioned your links. 
and you've expanded on them. And, you know, that's one thing I always appreciate with guests when they know their links and they know their roots and especially where they come from, especially in the islands of Fiji. Just shout out to Vili's, um, you know, Vili's humble beginnings. We're coming to Um It's wonderful to see that, you know, this man that knows where he comes from and that's the most important thing. So, really, let's get straight into it. So, how did it start for you? Where, where did the life of Vili start from? Were you born here or were you born back home in Fiji? Uh, what was your early beginnings like as a young Billy? You know, the surprising thing is, I tell you, people think that I was born in Viti. Okay. People think I was born in Fiji. Yeah. But the funny thing is, I also took care. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was born in Australia. Yeah, yeah. I was, bo- I was born in Liverpool Hospital. Yeah. Just before the old, they did up the old hospital. Yeah. They shut down the old uh, hospital. I was, the, I was probably one of the last babies ever born in that hospital. Before okay. they did that thing. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. in 1993. Yeah. So growing up, when I was Oh, my life. How can I say my life? How can I explain my life to you? Oh, just, um, you know, in a way, what was it like in the household? What was it like, you know, you know, being a child, raised in the Fijian household? Was it, was it in a way that your parents tried to make it sort of that Fijian setting by, you know, waking up, doing your chores, or, or even as a baby, you know, rubbing your baby oil, coconut oil? Uh, what are your early recollections, especially when you were a child, or? My only recollection when I was a child was because Nungusu Sumaya or Nungumbumbu or Tususunia. They're the ones that brought me up. My mother, you know, she was always at work. Yeah. She was always at work. So then my grandmother stepped in as like that maternal kind of figure in my life, as a mother figure. Dad was. He was there. Mm. Dad was there. But there was that, you know, there was a situation that was yep. going on. Yep. You know? As in every family, there's always a yeah, situation that course. happens. Yeah, of course. 100%. My grandmother's. My yeah. mother's mother's side, you know? My maternal side. Yeah. And they took that hand to raise me. So I was brought up in like, in that Fiji city, you know, every day, like, I remember my great-grandfather and my great-grandmother. So we all lived in one house. Mm. We all lived in one house. Yeah. You know? Me, my grandmother, my siblings, my big bumbu. Yeah. You know? My yep. big tutu. Yeah. And then my mom would come down with his kids and his wives. Yep. And we all spend the weekend, you know, in that one house. So it's that big household, that that in the, that sort of come, you know, that family atmosphere. That communal atmosphere. That's it. The communal atmosphere with everyone, everyone in the household. Carry on, carry on, then. So growing up in that, you know, growing up in that kind of, you know, yeah, in that kind of zone, you learn a lot, you know, mm. you pick up a lot, especially from my tata, my grandfather, my great grandfather. Sorry. He's, you know that band Vodor in the Lisetura? That sounds familiar. You carry on. It's oh, it's an old band back yeah, in like the seventies. Oh, you know, bro. you know that thing that Romagnolo. You know oh that? yes, yes, the one with Black Rose. Yeah, Black Rose. Black Rose. They turned into That's a remix, the but then I've seen it. But some some of them go overboard by adding too much remix, That's and the it one. takes out the lingo. <laughs> and it's like you're hearing Snoop Dogg and other artists going over the song. But now you carry on, carry on, bro. Yeah, yeah. So my great grandfather, he was the he was the bass. Oh, okay. For that band, for that group. Yeah, yeah. Based on the tenor. Yeah, yeah. So my grandfather, because he was, you know, back in Viti, drink grog every you know, Every day, drink grog after work. Yeah, hard day's work. Yeah. Hard day's work, come back, drinking on it. Just like here, you know. Hard day's work, people come, oh, okay, crack me a day, day, my, you know. Yeah. I'm getting get to the pub, you know. Come on. Carry on, carry on, bro. Yeah, not to come well. Oh no, come back. Hey, lose it now, gonna go to my name, gonna shoot gonna like a little shit. You know? So I stopped so I was gonna make you see him back you and 
six, five. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I was at Taloya, I was younger, you know? So I was already brought up in that setting by my grandparents. Okay. You know? Yeah. All of the cousins. All of us. So it's, it's six years old. Yeah. I can just try and picture this right now. And instead of learning how to doing your homework and say, you know, the, the old man comes in and the old man comes, all right, homework, drop it. But from sitting behind the tunnel, behind the Yangona bow, you learn a lot. Mm. You know? You learn a lot. Yeah. How how would you by learning a lot well, if you could further um expand on that uh to it um really what what how would you what would you learn? What would you learn from there? Was it like from the conversations or just what they would share to you, stories and all those things? So from from the home, eh? From home and then. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not lost, I'm going to be you know? So then my grandfather would teach me what to say. So I'm going okay. I'm going to All right. So it was a learning from the process kind of thing, you know? Ah, okay. So I'd learn, I'd sit there and I'm going to understand. Then going to like functions with the grandparents and that, I'd sit behind the tunnel, they've been going to be gone. When the traditional protocol is happening, I have a front view. I'm sitting behind the tunnel, they've been going to be gone. Yeah. So all the dialogue that's happening between the artists and the matinero no. Yeah, yeah, go on. Between the, you know, between the matinero no, I can't have that kind of Yeah. I'm sitting there behind the table listening. Mm. And I'm observing what's happening. Ah, yeah. And you've got a good spot on it as well. Because you're taking you're taking you're taking it in what's been said. You're taking it in what's your your surroundings how you should be presented. Um so no, that's 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 amazing to um that's amazing video. Because speech. because my grandfather taught me from home. Yeah. You know? You know, no being got out of my mobile, you know, had to sit, had to take the angle. So when we go to functions and that, you know, and for the right functions or whatnot, I already know my place. Mm. So you have that you have the advantage because everything was taught from home. 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 And by doing by seeing that, it gave you an insight that okay, yes, I'm born in Sydney, Australia. I was born in Liverpool Hospital. But you, your grandparents parents taught in a way that was sort of not just theoretical. But also practical in a way because you're seeing what's occurring in front of you. No, that's um, that's 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 some that's uh, that's interesting to know, um, Billy. But also on top of that, Billy, you know, talking about the early beginnings, was there sort of a culture clash, you know, like here in the Fijian home, in a big communal living, but when you go out say to public, you know, primary school, or hanging around, you know, friends of yours that are not Fijian, was there sort of 100%, a clash? Hundred percent. Yep. Hundred percent, a very big clash, a mm. very big clash. Because, you know, there was that kind of unstableness at home, you know, that yeah. kind of, uh, you know, that, you know, there's situations happening at home. Yeah. So me, myself, I'm there looking for this, you know, kind of, all right, let's see where I'll go, you know. That's when I started going to the mosque, you know. That's mm. when I started hanging out, you know, with with my uh, my Arab brothers, mm-hmm. you know, mm. with my Muslim brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. That's when I started, hey, yeah, is you know, you know, so this is, yeah. you know. Because <laughs> the reason why I asked, because... Yeah. I was, you know, I, you know, for me, from from my from my beginnings, was that I was born in you know Fijian household, but then the thing that clashed with me was the cultural the cultural clash yeah. because at home it was you know it was the Fijian was spoken at home, but then when I got to school, 
like it was English and I got mixed up between the Fijian vernacular and the mm. English vernacular and it resulted in me in repeating kindergarten. You know what my grandmother used to say? Really? Mm. So we had we were basically forced to speak Fijian. But even though forced is realized, hey, many years later it's like Yes it's it helps. And it's a beautiful thing, you know. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, you know, when you know your language, mm. when you know your roots, you know, when you know yourself. It's so beautiful. Yeah. You know, you, you find kind of solace. That's why I find my peace. That's the truth. I'm, I'm being honest. That's why I find my peace. Yeah. You know, in our culture. Okay. You know? Let's let's go to the culture. I remember when you came to lunch. Yeah. Was it like sandwiches or was it like you know the you know, probably dal or you know, but what was it like lunch? You know, in that sort of uh, that sort of setting. At home. Yeah. So uh, when you went to school. At school. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, my mum, it'd be like you know. Okay, sandwich, you know, very well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very well, oh, sandwiches, you know, yeah. you know. It wasn't the dal or tapioca and that in the thing, no, no, no. Sandwiches are, nah, nah, muesli bar from the <laughs> No, muesli bras and the bread roll, tawa, yeah. wally. Go to school. Yeah. But, like my wally, can tapioca, can dal, mm. you know, can roll, roll, yep, yep. can ika. And going to school. Say hey sandwich. <laughs> what um what are the what are the things can you remember from your early beginnings, uh really? Um besides, you know, sitting at the tano and analyzing what's being seen in front of you or hearing it. Mm. What other things can you remember, um, off the top of your head, um, you know, in regards to, you know, living in a household where many things have been taught to you, but also in a way Knowing that outside of these four walls is just another another whole world. Is there other things that you can think of off the top of your head in regards to your, um, your early your humble beginnings? Oh, I went through a big journey, as you know. You know, mm. you know. Oh, my journey was a big journey. My journey. You know, I just lost my grandmother mm. about two months ago. Yeah, I think about two months ago. Two months ago, I was looking after my grandmother. She's the one not quite no one. She's swinging okay in your same way. My my mother's mother. Yeah. So my maternal grandmother. Mm. She's been with me since I was like yeah, through thick and thin, you know? Mm. This old lady. The last two years, you know, of looking after her in her life, you know, in that state of life. Well that's one thing I'd like to say to people, you know, if you have your grandparents, yeah. if you have your grandparents, you know, with you, man. Cherish them, man. Oh, yeah. Go to them. Yeah, 100%, man. Give them your time. Yeah, 100%. Because they gave you their time. Yeah. Give back your time to them, you know? Mm. They don't ask for a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, if, oh, if I talk about my life, oh, go for days. Oh, bro, well, you got the time to get somebody up here. If you want to, some, you know, share some parts of it, bro. If you want to share some parts of it, bro, you're more than welcome to that time. See this. This, like, even this house that we're in now, this old lady, yeah? She, my grandmother, Umbumbu, Sowaya Kali, my grandmother, Maramni Tokaimaro, Saibora, Maramni Nambalambal Koroka. This woman was the one who brought our family out, mm. you know? She's the one that brought the family out and brought us here, you know? And I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for my grandmother. Yeah. You know? I wouldn't be here today. 
like my grandmother that I was looking for, was looking after in two years, she wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Bumbu, you know? Mm. My siblings wouldn't be here if it wasn't for her. Mm. You know? That's yeah. what I say, give back to your grandparents, you know? Mm. You know, that's... Yeah, that's it's, yeah, it's so wonderful to say that really, especially, you know, the elders, uh, you know, in the Fijian community, like um, talking about, you know, grandparents, mm. you know, one thing, um, especially this past, probably a couple of weeks ago, was Remembrance Day. And I'm um, just seeing some of the elders. I've got some uncles that served in the Malayan War. And, you know, it's like, they've got stories. They've got stories to share, especially during those times where the Cold War was raging. You know, Malaya was, you know, communism, between communism and capitalism. And my gra- my granddad was in, he passed away before I was born. My granddad was part of the Malayan War. And just some of the stories you hear, um, especially that um, there was that video of um from the British path, I hope they said it right. Yeah, yeah that's right. Where um you see the the soldiers leaving, you just see the the ladies and you know, the wives Cry, start crying, yeah, yeah. and it's like and especially the, um I forgot the song that was playing, and I got a bit emotional as well because it's like, man, you know, it's like my it heart hits you. Can, it hits it hits you. you yeah. It was sort of hit me when it was like Cyclone Winston in twenty sixteen as a Fijian living here. Mm. You know, one thing I was dreading that you know when they were saying, you know, day by day the you know the the how many people have died and unfortunately it was like day by day it was just increasing and increasing and it sort of hit and you know, just not Fiji you know Fijians living in Fiji but also Fijians living outside of Fiji knowing that you know hearing the stories of how families were holding onto trees throughout the night you know in the mid during the middle of the night while the waters are raging and it's like man you know and no you see back to what you're saying really of course you know our grandparents so to those who listen what Vili has mentioned um, if your grandparents are still alive, you know, whether they be in Fiji or whether they're overseas, ring them, ring them, say how much you love them, you know, say, you know, say, you know, just mention them how much you care for them, how much, you know, you love them and see how they are, because one day, one day will be memories, but it's wonderful how you mentioned Billy, how about, how about when it came to, let's move on, mm-hmm. how about when it came to high school? You know, being in, you know, oh. talking about school, which primary school did you go to? Oh, I went to many primary schools because we're moving around. Yeah, yeah. Because we're, cause we're moving around a lot. We go, we're moving here, we're moving here. The first, the first, where was my first, first primary school was actually Annandale. All right, shout out to Annandale. Annandale Public, public School, yes. Annandale Public, public school. school. Hopefully, <laughs> Billy's, Billy's, um, Billy's teachers will be listening to this. All right, Annandale, yeah. They'll be saying, where's that devil child? Who wants him? <laughs> And then we moved from there, then we moved to Rockdale. Alright. Rockdale Public. Alright, shout out to Rockdale Public. Oh, that's another one. Yep. Don't want that demon child again. <laughs> oh. Yeah, move on. Move from Rockdale. Where do we move from Rockdale? From Rockdale, then move to Lakemba. Lakemba Public. No, Hamden Park. Oh, Hamden Park, Park Public. Public. Ah, Hamden shout Park. out to Hamden Park Public. And they all, I was a terror then, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> so you were a demon child every Demon child at every school or demon child. You can't get me. I didn't pass it then. You run a level. I told you I'm going to go to school. Alright, so you went, you went to all those schools, but... Because, no. we were moving, because we were moving, yeah, moving because around. Because they were moving around and there was um, situations that were happening at home. Eh? There was a bit of this, bit of that. So I had to stung on the tomato, you know? Yeah. So moving from this house, 
move from here, move from here, move here. And also, that's the same time. I think, I think that's when, from lockdown, I think that's when my mum, she, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. How did, um, how did that hit you, um, with it knowing that, you know, especially the C word, no one wants to hear that, you know, no, not a, no, no family wants to hear that. They don't, you know, like, uh, because when you think of it, it's like, oh, you know, it's like the end of the world. It's mm. like, here we go. It's like a big, it's like a big, um, it's a big, uh, how can I say? It's a big trial. Like, I've had family members, when I heard the C word come up, when cancer came up, it's like, oh, no. It's like, you think, it's like, you want to think for the best, but at the same time, it's like, you're thinking of the worst as well. Those, that sort of balance of trying to, you know, okay, we're going to do this, we're going to go through it, but at the same time, what happens if it doesn't? But, um, what was it like for you, bro? You know, knowing... With... See, with cancer, with my mum diagnosed with cancer, because we were young, yeah. she she kind of hid it from us. Oh, okay. You know, she kind of... She kind of... She kind of... She kind of hid it from... From the situation, like, she, the problem that, like... The problem that she was going through... Yeah. She only told... I think she told my mum... My mum and my... Okay. Like, she told her siblings. Yeah. But as kids... We didn't even know she had cancer. We knew she was sick. We knew she was sick, but we didn't know what kind of sickness she had. Mm. But because we, the grandparents were around, and we heard them talking about, oh, Nasudur, Nasudur, yeah, yeah. so we heard it from you know, and guess oh, But we didn't know it was cancer mm. until we were older. You just saw uh, when they said, oh, you know, oh, Matini Sudur is just uh, something sore. Something sore. But then you really later realized what they're saying. No, uh, it was something. Something else. But yeah, because I remember, I remember meeting your mum, especially when you know she was coming to church. I remember as a fifteen year old. But there's one one incident I want to share with you, and I, this is to Miniasi Naivongo. So it was during uh, we have our lunches at church, and I remember I think you were there and your sister was there, and um, I think Minios is a couple couple um couple people behind you and i think it was you or some of the other younger boys took all the kfc and when it came to me that there was no more kfc so i ended up getting upset you started getting angry <laughs> yeah mini i see a mini i said mini what's wrong oh they took all the kfc why do all these why all these children why can't the mothers control these kids why you want to let the kfc <laughs> because they took all the kfc <laughs> <laughs> no but um birds yeah, because I remember, because I remember hearing that, and it was just, it was just very unfortunate for that to occur. And I, and I immediately thought of, uh, you and your sister. Shout out to you, shout out to your sister. Hopefully, be hearing this was, you know, because you know losing your parents at a young age, uh, must have been very challenging for you. Losing, I mean, losing your mom especially. Sorry. I'll be honest with you. Hmm. I'll be very honest with you. The more of a mother figure in my life yep. was my, my grandmother. Okay. The one who passed away 10 months ago. No, no, no. So soon making when I was born, this old lady, my grandmother, she took me under her wing, mm. you know, and raised me from when I was a cub. Even though my biological mother, okay, I knew, I knew she was my mother. Yeah. You know? But because I didn't have that connection of, you know, yeah. that motherly connection with my mother, mm. you know? Because, like I said, that situation, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I didn't have that motherly bond with 
with my mother. That's why I was a devil child in all these schools. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, no, it's, it's good that you're honest. It's wonderful to know that you're honest because some people may say that the same thing as well. Mm. Like, you know, they say, you know, there was, you know, they, they acknowledged their mum, but there was, the connection was more stronger with the way, the way you've explained it. That's one, um, look, it's, you know, people, you know, people shouldn't, you know, must see that because people, you know, all relationships are different in some way, some manner. But in um in Santa as well, um really, um you know where you are now as an adult, um what have you, you know, going into the real world? You know you're working now, as I mentioned before, you know we work in the same area. Um, what is work life for you now? You know what what is work life for you now, especially in in this age? You know what you know, if I was to share from my side, you do scooters. Mm. So, but to those that are listening up, it's not a way of trying to say if you know really just go to his workplace and grab a few free scooter. <laughs> Come on! But um, what are, what is like for you, uh, really? You know, working now, you know, um, getting you know, you know, getting an income in some way, some manner. Um, how do you put in your perspective of what work life is for you, bro? Ooh, working now, I mean, after being out of work for two years, you know, oh, not two years. Now, finally, it's getting a secure job, eh? Yeah. Secure job. Tomato, they say to me, you can have tomato bladja. You can have tomato singing like that. You can have tomato, you can have tomato, you know? They always tell me, you can have tomato, you know, you don't work. You don't do nothing, you know? But I don't, you know, I don't. I had my responsibilities that I had to, you know. Yeah. I had my responsibilities that I had to look after, you know. Mm. But now working, now I'm in the working, buddy. What you call it? Working class man. Yeah. <laughs> Say that. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Working class man. Yeah. The working class man, like, it's a big experience, eh? Yeah. Because I haven't worked in a while. Something they don't get that back. It's been a while. Okay. You know, it's been a long while. And going back now, working there, even working for electric scooters, people think electric scooters are, oh, you work for electric scooters. Like, oh, come on, zoom, zoom, I can zoom, zoom. Yeah, you know the zoom, zoom. Yeah, five thousand dollars, no zoom, zoom. <laughs> it took me a five thousand. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you know the fix the thing? Man, I, oh, after that I even got the job. Yeah. I just did, went in, went to my... I tell him interview. Yeah, yeah. I signed up for the job, on it's called Jaro Local or Job Local. Yeah. Signed up on that one. Boom. Okay. Can you, can you got an email? Can you please come in for the interview? Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Ted, when you want me to come in, I come in. I just said, yeah. Then when you want me to come in, I'll come in straight away. Yeah. Ming said, all right, Ted, come on Sunday. I'm like okay, Ted. No, what's the real green square? I didn't know. I thought this was good. You know, I didn't. He said, I didn't even read the job description. <laughs> okay. You wanna work this and that, right? Set, you know. Got the job. Oh, got the job. Why am I killer to what's going on? I don't even know how to fix. It's all electrical. Well, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, yeah. this guy chucked me in the deep. End. You know what I mean? Chucked yeah. me in the deep. End. I didn't know what I was doing. I go, yeah, I can do it. I can do it, but I was too high. I can do it. You know, I can do it. I'm a regular job. Yeah, okay, I can okay. do it. Can do it. Want to go learn? Had to go learn under electrical engineer. Car. Yeah. Yo, this is my manager. Oh, another shout out to you, Heather. Heather. 
Anna boka reta kobe kwa this conversation ne rabi busa koke rabo tuke cruise. Yeah. And ingana listen this share to your head. Let's go engineer. Yeah, you have 50% discount for people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll take it. I'll, I'll take that back. Okay. Yeah, so I mean learning from him like an electrical engineer cuz uh, being in a, a job, you know, I was starting up in Brisbane for you know, I was studying community service. Mm. Human services was starting in Brisbane. Studying that, you know, and I was I was working in Access for a bit for about two, three months I was working in Access. Yeah. Working with like um people that come from overseas. I don't want to say refugees or are they refugees? Yeah, you can say or just say yeah. Refu- they've migrated. Yeah, they're mi- yeah, migrants. They're migrants. So yeah. they've migrated. And you know they're trying to infiltrate them slowly into the you know, the society. Yeah, yeah society. mold them into the CS, yes, yes. So then my job was to take them to hospital to hospital appointments, take them to hospital appointments, okay. show them bus routes to take them on the bus, and you know, I give them their, uh, it's called, it's called Go Card in Brisbane. Yeah. The Apple Card, yeah, the Go Card. You know, I talk with people. Yeah, yeah. So that was my job, I used to take them, that was in Brisbane. So from going from that, from, you know, talking to people and, you know, going on the buses and showing them the routes and, you know, Talking to doctors and whatnot, making their booking their appointments for them and showing them how to catch a taxi and the train. Yeah. From that to fixing scooters. <laughs> I don't know when the last time my buddy fixed the fan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a bit a big jump, but see, this is surprising me really that you you know you're you're doing your community your community work there. Because I'm studying, I'm studying in Dublin, Western Sydney, mm. for community work in so, so, social so, science so, so, and um, yeah. child and community services. Oh. So, but I like how you did it. You're a people person. Yeah. You know, you're welcoming them because that's, you know, that's the key thing in welcoming migrants because they live in a foreign land and they're coming to a place where it's a, you know, they may it's like a big it's foreign, a concrete, mm-hmm. concrete jungle, mm-hmm. foreign lands, yeah. and here you are just welcoming them. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know, giving them all this and now from that. To becoming, to becoming an electrical engineer fixing scooters. <laughs> but as much as we can laugh about, or much as those maybe listening, maybe thinking, "Wow, what a, what a you know, rapid jump or you know big jump or so," but you, you jumped, you jumped. Yeah. You know, you 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 took yourself out of the comfort zone. So yeah, carry on, bro. What what was it like on your first day of the job, especially with scooters? Oh well, the first day, uh, the first when I first got there, first day I got there. I was outside because I didn't know where the place was. Ming didn't show me. So when I went for my interview, yeah. he didn't actually show me the actual place where I'm going to work. You know, the job's like inside yeah, yeah. the... Yeah, yeah. No, that inside the hub. He didn't show me the hub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just went. He goes, all right, we'll see you tomorrow or whatever day. So I went there. I was walking up and down, up and down. I was trying to text this guy. I had, I had I'm outside. Waiting for about 10 minutes and he didn't come outside. Oh, yeah, brother, come inside, you know. This guy chucked me in the deep, you know. You know, he goes, brother, I want to teach you how to change the tire. Brother, I want to teach you how to change this. And then you use your Allen key and go to screwdriver and go on the car and go. You know, brother, I'm four-year engineer. I'm coming from Pakistan. I don't know what, you know, you look and go, fire, this guy is like, I thought it was just like, you know. Just take off the wheel, put a new one. Just take off the stand, put a new one. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, I didn't know it was this complicated. I didn't know, you know, you have to... This Allen key for this, this wire for this, this wire for this is lithium batteries, this is how much, you know, voltages, this is... I was like, we're working with voltages. You can actually get shocked and die from these batteries. Like, is it this, is it that, you know, is it yeah. that strong? Yeah. So, uh, what the scooters that go 50, 50 k's? Scooters are going between 30 to 50 k's. 
We just got one now. Yeah. He just bought, like, I shouldn't be saying this, but he just bought a pallet from Kabu. Or Kabu is a brand. This buddy thing goes nearly 100 k's an hour. So you can go on the road. But that means you must, if that if that's the case, if you were, if it goes 100 k's, that means you got to wear, like, helmets. you got to wear, gotta wear PPE. Even, in the six, even going on the 61, like yeah. the 60 k's of the GTS Max, even if you're going 30 k's a night, 40 k's a night, you hit a rock. Hospital. What do I? Hospital says Oh, karma. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Wow, but uh, now it's a big jump, but uh, now, but look, even though you're shocked, but now, cause this is where I, this is where I met you, cause I remember seeing, I remember when I was doing my flowers. So for those that listen, I do flower deliveries with lovely flowers, and I remember seeing Billy and I said, "Hey, is that who I think it is?" And then he came up and we started, you know, shaking hands, and then. I thought you were just um, picking packing, but then now you've explained that you're fixing fixing scooters. Was it, in a way, have you gained more insight into, you know, the world of, you know, um, how can I put it? Um, is it electrical manufacturing or somewhere in that manner? It's a big market. See, this, it's, it, yeah. people think that it's, it's not that big, you know, it's not that big. Like, scooters are like, electrical scooters now, New South Wales... Yeah. Is the only state in Australia that it's illegal. Illegal or legal? Illegal. Illegal? Illegal. Oh. Yeah. Anything that is over 25 k's, sorry, I think 20, 20 k's, is illegal. So that means, how do you, so how do you, how does Haydar, your your team, how do you, or as the manufacturer, how do you try and, are you trying in a way, trying to push for changing laws for it to be legal here? In New South Wales? Look, I'll be honest. So, number so when uh, I'm in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. I'm in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I can. <laughs> okay, okay. He's from China, guys. He's from China. Okay, I didn't want to send racist. No, he's from China. Because, you know, when you said in Fiji, it says racist. It's also said in English. He's from China. Okay. And right. Heather, he's, he's, he's Pakistani, man. Yeah. So they're very much, let's say, making money. Oh, I okay. see where you come from, right? But maybe they, let's just keep a clip yeah. of that. So, so I don't know if they're pushing anything for the law to make it legal or anything, or yeah. you know. Next minute, AFP comes at <laughs> the front door. <laughs> Stop running. Hey, look, come on, I was thinking about that. You yeah. never know. No, we just just say I'm innocent. I just applied for the job. How much you get paid? <laughs> don't an hour. Oh, something wrong here. What is it? <laughs> Oh right. <coughs> but on, on top of that as well, um on top of that as well, Billy, um, you know, push let's let's change let's change the scenario here. Since you, you know, because it's amazing that you know you've come from you know community worker, you know, you're doing you know scooters, you know, you your beginnings of seeing around the tunnel, analyzing, watching how things are done in regard to Pigeon protocol and all those things. Let's come, let's change the scenario. I, I do this called favorite Fijian food. Mm-hmm. All right. Pretend we've got a table in front of us. You've got a table in front of you. Yep. There's breakfast, mm-hmm. lunch, dinner, dessert. Mm-hmm. Fijian cuisine. So where would you start? What would you have for breakfast? Ooh, for breakfast, you'll have the curry tuna and bangani and beef. Oh, bro. And the bambakao. Bro, that's your breakfast. But, yeah, but that's from the, the last night's dinner. Yeah, but yes. <laughs> but for the breakfast, for this morning's breakfast. Okay. It's breakfast. breakfast. Lunch. Lunch? Tuna salad. Tuna salad. Oh, nice something nice, like that. Simple, simple, chili, chili right. salad. Then we go to dinner. Oh, dinner. Oh, 
Have you tried my father's famous raw raw mince? Have you tried raw raw mince? Oh, bro, it sounds delicious already. Once you try raw raw mince, you never go back. Come on, hit I'm telling you, that's, that's my dad's. Uh, that's my dad's signature dish. Shout out to you, Mr. Choi <laughs> And then, and then, finish up with dessert. Dessert will have to be lotte. Oh, right. That's it. Dessert will have to that's be it. Alright, that's, that's your cuisine. From start from heavy, then light, then build up to heavy, and then we go super heavy. Super heavy, yeah. <laughs> And then after that, knocker. Knocker. <laughs> food coma. Food coma. Alright, let's move on, really. So, since we talk about food, what do you love about Fiji? What do you love about home? You've mentioned about here being raised mm. up and seen, but what else do you love about Fiji? What what things that make you, in a way, how can I say, patriotic, or uh, patriotic, or you know, humble, or uh, humble in a way that you know you're Fijian, you're Kaiviti. We were taught to be humble. Eh? Mm. You were taught to be humble, no matter your status, you know, no matter your hierarchy. You always taught to be humble, you know. The thing what I love about Viti is this. You know? You know? This is the thing that makes us unique. Mm. Makes us different. You know? To every other nation in the world. This is what makes us stand out. This is what makes me proud to be a Viti. You know? That I can go and... If I want to go to the mountains, I can go to the mountains. Where it's cold. Yeah. on my way to. Yeah. You got all this terrain. Yes, yes. You know, this unseen terrain that, you know, had me myself, I want to explore. Eco challenge. Oh. Just like eco challenge. Remember what, so we're talking um, beforehand in regards, you know, the terrain, you know, you know, the mountains, you know, saying that, you know, it's not like your normal walk. It's like you've got to be trained for this. You know, it's like you've got to, you know, in the way you've got to familiarize yourself with what you're climbing on, you know. There's no handrails or no path. It's like you've got to make your own path in some way. And also, imagine it's cold because back in Eco Challenge, um, you know, one of the contestants, you know, or probably many of the contestants yeah. suffered bouts of hypothermia. A lot, yeah. Because it's due to the terrain up there. It's cold. And, yeah, but carry on, bro. Carry on, uh, really. Whew. Hypothermia, you say? Yeah. Is it? Yeah, that bad. Yeah, that was that. That was that cold, because bad. Because one of the challenges was, they had to. It was I think it was um, up in the highlands. I think Navosa. One of those. I think it was Navosa. No more. One of those. My apologies. I just watched the eco challenge. And you know what I'm talking about. They had to put. There was a five kilometer, five kilometer, track up. It was like a river, and they had to walk. Or swim in that river and the temperature of that river was around around low like four five five degrees over minus five kilometers wow they're trekking and it's like they weren't their gear but bro five kilometers walk walking in the cold water it's easy for you know, that's how they got their hypothermia and all that because they'll walk bro it's five k's 
If people saw us as well in the visually, we wouldn't survive, bro. Oh, I'll be honest, 100%. No way. 100, no way. bro. Forget 5Ks. 100 meters? No, for no. me, 10 meters. Forget it. Bring the helicopter. No, <laughs> Salah, take me. I give up. Yeah, so. Wow. It's, it's pretty, it was pretty dangerous. See, the locals for them, it'd probably be normal, but for tourists, but for those of those that those contestants that are going in the Eagle Challenge, Man, it's five Ks. I think it was it was either five or nine. Either number, it just shows, bro. That's long. That's long. That's eco challenge for you. Well, just imagine having Gus's little back then when they used to travel. Oh, bro. You know. Yeah, bro. You know it's the funny oh, thing. Well, just... Talking about talking about them Gus's. Yeah. The ba- the bamboo rafts. Oh. They were making yeah. them. Yeah. They were making them. The locals were smart. They came. Oh, contestants. All right. So they charged him five dollars, I think five dollars per raft or oh. something like that. But the two, to you know, the contestants, you know, they gave it as well because they had to find a way because they couldn't make the raft. Some of them couldn't make the raft. They couldn't make a band. The locals came. So they had to pay the locals. Yeah, the and then uh, one of them said, "Okay, fella, see you next week, yeah." <laughs> what? He says, "See you next week, but brother, the race was finished." <laughs> Yeah, but what else, bro? Sorry, man, this is your time. What else? No, you... no, that's what's fine. What else do you love about Fiji, man? Like, as you mentioned, you can go to the mountains, you know, the terrain, the streams, you know, the white three. What else do you love about it? Oh, it's just the culture. We mix our cultures, mix, you know, the history, you know, of colonialism, of, you know, of, 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 of you know, all the cultures that we integrated, you know, the, ind- the indentures, you know, yeah. slaves that were brought in, you know, mm. both, um, you know, from India and also from, from our brothers, they were, they were brought through, um, uh, yes, the Solomon Islands. Jerry Tuai. I think Jerry Tuai has a bit of Solomon Island in him. Well, well, there you go, bro. Because if you there see his statue, it's wow. got the biggest calves. Yeah. It's got big calves for him. But, um, yeah, especially around, I remember, I believe, especially when I was there in 09, mm-hmm. I think it's around Rambati, Newtown, mm-hmm. Kinoya. That's where the, the Solomon yeah. yes. Islands yes. Solomon Island is. Solomon yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Blackbird. And, and when you look at it as well, when you look at Fiji, Besides Australia and New Zealand, it's like it's on, the only part in the Pacific where there's a lot of multiculturalism. Like when you go to, see, Solomon Islanders, Indians, Chinese. Ooh, very Yetsin, multicultural more than Australia. <laughs> Chinese. Rabi Island. Oh, yes, Rabi, yes. Yeah, you know. Um, you know, Lao. Lao, Lao. Lao is like a little Tonga. You know, Kandavu. All Kandavu, those places yeah. have got links in somewhere, some manner to another island nation. And it just makes it unique, you know, unique from itself. Uh, you know, people, you know, coming to Fiji. And as, as you mentioned as well, colonialism, when the British came. You know, there's the pros and cons. You probably won't go deep into it. Mm-hmm. But it just shows, you know, the the uniqueness of Fiji. And also 300 dialects. Yeah, oh, yes. 300 dialects. Yes, I forgot about Four, that. The 300 yeah. dialects, yeah, I forgot about the dialects. Four, 14 yes. provinces, mm-hmm. you know. Um, each province in having, you know, a par- you know, paramount chief. And then there's the three, sorry, like a chief of the province. And there's the paramount chiefs. You know, the Muniwalu, Rokutu Indriketi, Rokutu Idakao. And then you've got, you know, the other, you know, whether it be, you know, the other surrounding chiefs as well, the Tui Wunda, you know, Tui Madhuata, you know, Tui Mbua. All these, it's amazing. Chiefs, yeah. the, the hierarchies of, of chiefs and, you know, chiefs and so on and so forth. But as well, Billy, what, um you know, just as you mentioned, what other things can you think of that you really love about home? You know, could it... um it's just the warmth. Yeah. You know? That 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 wholeness, that that belonging, you know? Welcome you know, welcome back, you know? It's like your it's like the prodigal son. 
Yeah. Some of the prodigal son. It's like you've gone, you know, you've gone away, you've done what you're gonna do, blah blah blah. You know, you forgot about your family, what not, what not, you know. And then you come back, and they open. You know, they walk in with open arms. Yeah. You know? It's um, it's, it's amazing that you say that because what moves me when I when I land, I don't have any family welcoming me. Yeah. They're all in Suba. But when I see, you know, the, you know, when I see like a young kid or a young man hugging their, you know, their grandma, yes. they, it hits, it hits me, man. It hits me. It's like, and in a way, I can feel that too because you know what, we're home. Yes, we're coming back, and that's. I can't wait. Hopefully next year, I can't wait to go back or probably yourself. Or yeah, me, you know, like for me, when I see the plane, Fiji Airways flying one. So it's the one. I think it's the one o'clock or the twelve o'clock. One o'clock in the eleven o'clock. Always goes past. Always goes past and said, man. I wish I was on that plane. <laughs> but no, it's amazing that you say the warmth, you know, that, that sort of family love. Or like, you know, for me, for me, Tangani, what I see in the United Nations is rugby. Oh, like, 100%. you know, Tokyo Sevens, you know, Tokyo the Olympics, when Fiji wins a gold medal, Fiji wins a cup, it's like everyone pushes aside their differences and just embrace each other, you know? And that's just the thing I, I just find, you know, very comforting as well. Like, um, now, I don't want to be real with you. When, when Fiji won that second gold medal, I started shedding tears. It was tears of, like, tears of joy. You know, it's like, wow, you know, these boys, they've done it again, back-to-back. Back. Even with all the pressure they had on them to try and win it back-to-back, back, you know, they overcame it. <clears throat> and then, you know, they've represented us in a very, you know, great and noble way. And, you know, we can say, hey, I'm Fijian, you know. But on top of that as well, what we love about Fiji, you know, we're talking prior to this podcast really about the language, the vernacular. Like, you know, just as you will learn, you know, as a young age, especially here when you know, when when Ibumbu said this house is only this you know, no English, Fijian. Do you see that as well that it's very important to hold and maintain the Fijian language? Whether it be whether it be the Mbaun dialect, the Nani dialect, the Ra dialect, whatever dialect. Whatever dialect. Mm. It must be kept. Yeah. Because this is a dying thing. This is one thing we do not notice. Mm. It's a dying thing. This is one thing we have to maintain. If us being disconnected from homeland, you know, being away from our village, being away from, you know, our, our Matangali, our clan, you know, if, it, if it's us being away from, you know, fulfilling our obligations as part of Matangali and Yogusa, mm. then the most that we could do being here in foreign lands is keep our language. Mm. Speak our language. Yeah. You know? Converse. Talk with your mates. Mm. You know? What's so shameful about speaking Fiji? Yeah. You know? Mm. If the Chinese can do it, if the Lebanese can do it, you know? If the Greeks can do it, if the Macedonians can do it, why can't we do it? Mm. But it's funny what you said about that. What's that? Uh, the book you said you read? Yeah, so the, the book. book um, it was a book yeah. I read. I, it was a book I read eleven years ago. The history of the history of the twentieth century, and one paragraph it stated was, if you know, by the turn of the twentieth century, many languages became extinct because they weren't brought down. They weren't taught. So, and that's what I took out of that book. As much as I learned about World War Two, World War One, Cold War, um, you know, Federation in Australia and all these other things, segregation, you know, civil rights in America. But that one paragraph, it just, it like hooked me in regards to the language and the vernacular. And people may say, people may be listening to this, well, we may, we can't converse because there's no Fijians around us. So we don't have any you know, Fijian friends. My 
probably my advice or my you know, thoughts on that is, you know, um, listen to you know Fijian music, mm-hmm. um, you know Fijian you know Fijian vi- videos on YouTube. They have classes on those things. Uh, Doctor Taris Bundilo, Doctor T, holds classes for those that are interested in learning the Fijian language, because just as you've mentioned, you're taught, and people may not have that advantage what you had, but in a world today where there's so so much technology. By the click of our finger. It's right there. It's, it's right, right, it's right, right in there, yeah. front of you. It's right in front of you. Mm. It's like what Dr. Tariti said. We use, now, use this uh, platform yeah. to push the Fijian culture, to push the Fijian language. Because, like she said, the kids just know, you know, the phone or the iPad or yeah. social media or whatever, then why not push it that way? Mm. So it's like... It's sort of like you know, like the sheep, you know, the shepherd. See, I'm not trying to say we're all sheep, no. but in that analogy, like first, let's steer them in this direction, in the way of technology. Because that's the way they're already going. Yeah, it's the way that you know that's the flow. That's where it's going. You know, it's going that way. Mm. So why don't we just follow that flow? You know, <laughs> follow the flow, man. We're not, we're not really. All right, moving on, bro. Uh, Man Rushmore, Man Rushmore. So I have Jeff L. Architect. Yep. So you got your mountain here, Nolunivunua. Got five faces you want to put. Five faces. Five faces. Whether it be a famous celebrity or Fijian or family members. Who would be the five faces you'd put? I know it's very hard to choose. Maybe I'm very hard. But put at the bottom. I love all my family members as well. <laughs> <laughs> so who would be your five faces on the, on the mountain? Oh, that's hard, bro, isn't it? <sighs> I know, dude. Because you're probably your family, <laughs> family of your sister may be listening oh, as well. Oh, God, I'm trying to think. They oh. really put me on. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Yeah. Bro, um, have you watched his uh, documentary on Netflix? You know, it wasn't, um, you know, the guy, they, they found the person who was investigating his case actually found the person who killed who actually killed and was an FBI informant as well his name was William X and he changed his name but he tried to get him but he died he died because oh man I may be spoiling this for those who haven't watched it it's on Netflix I don't know if it's still on but if you watch the documentary on Netflix it shows who actually killed Malcolm who was the person behind it with the shotgun that killed him killed in that him. media. Yes. Yeah, so Malcolm X, he may have been controversial, but later on he realized what the nation of Islam was teaching was Muslim. contradictory to the teachings of Islam. Islam. Where he saw when he went to Mecca. Saudi Mecca, he saw it's not just black faces, there's many other what? faces. There's Asians, and then, there's everyone. And then I remember, because I remember watching the film with Denzel Washington, yeah. where one of them asked, where are you from? Um, Harlem. Haram? No, no, Harlem. <laughs> Yeah, so I was in New York, and then he—that's why he disbanded. And then, and if you notice as well, he was having, he was having meetings. He was having actually back in the, in the like back in the dark alleyway with Martin Luther, because if they saw each other in public meetings, over nation of Islam. So okay, sorry about that. I know we went top way up, but Malcolm X. Okay, Malcolm X. So I recommend you yeah. watch the documentary on Netflix. Yeah, Malcolm X. All right. Second. Oh, so it's five, isn't it? Yep, so you got four no, I've more. got four more. Oof. So, Malcolm X is on one. What would be one? Oh, Genghis Khan. 
Genghis Khan. Some people say Genghis. Other people say Genghis. Oh, Genghis. No, no, it's all right. It's all right. I, I prefer Genghis, but they say it's Genghis. It's amazing of him as well that he he conquered the known land as fast as the Romans yes. with little with little warriors. That's why if you see if you see all the Pakistan if you see Pakistanis especially up north, you see the Turkmenistan's the Afghanis. He's the one that made the Euphrates run with blood in Iraq when yes. he when he plundered Baghdad when he plundered the biggest library at the universities. Yeah, and also on top of that, if you see especially the Pakistan and up north. Turkmenistan, um, Tajikistan, Afghanistan, Uzbeks. All, Uzbekistan, all the Stan states, they've got the Asian features. Why? Because of Genghis Khan. And on top of that as well, if you looked at it, look at it, but as much as he conquered more land than the Romans, but the thing, the problem was, was is that the line, the soldiers, was thinning out. Yeah. Because not enough men. Yes. Not enough men. So... He's up there, but also he's a barbarian. Have you heard some of his torture torture methods? I think oh, I cannot. I won't share it on yeah, this. It's too um, because it may be kids listening, but um, it's not you. It's, it's yeah. It's like no, nah, this cannot. This is no. Nah, this can't be thought in the human mind. But Genghis Khan or Genghis Khan. All right, continue on. Okay, <sighs> three more. <clears throat> oh, you'd have to be Abraham. 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 All right, Abraham. You know, deep, you know, it's amazing of Abraham. You know, I love Abraham as well, especially when he was tested yes. for his faith. You know, take up the only son. But see, it's amazing the faith of me and me and my lad will go under and worship will come back. But see, it's amazing. See, this is where we get biblical here. When you look at the word lad, now I'm not about the lads here. No, no, yes. When you look at the word lad, if you further study it, he wasn't a child. He was like a probably like a grown adult. And for him to obey his father, said, "Okay, father, we'll go up." I'm just about to take the knife. It was me. Just saying, "Hey, I'm running out of here." <laughs> but yeah, Abraham, man, it's amazing what he became, and it's amazing how the Jews today, especially revere him as well, and also that for him, um, that well-known Sunday school song, "Father Abraham." All right, continue on. <laughs> two more, two more, Tangani. these are hard, you know. These are very hard ones. I picked my grandmother. All right, nice. Nice. We put her there. Put her there. Nice. Wonderful. And the fifth one. Fifth one. If you want to put her the fifth one. Hmm. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Oh, so. Fifth one. This is hard. The fifth. There's a lot of people that could you could put up there, you know what I mean? A lot of people have made a difference in the world, you know? Yeah, that's why I say you put them in the bottom. I love them more. I love them all. <laughs> so the fifth one, the fifth one would have to be Yasser Arafat. Yasser Arafat. Yasser Arafat. Oh, wow, that's, a, that's something. Um, of course, he was, he was a, mon- he was a um, big figure for the Palestinian people. Um, you know, from one side, another side, it could have been controversial as well. But hey, that's your that's your mountain. That Yasser Arafat. Shout out to all the Palestinians over there in Palestine, and um, yeah. <laughs> all right, so that's your uh, that's your five there, and that's my ladies and gentlemen. That is Billy's five people on Mount Rushmore. Thank you very much, Jeff. I don't think the Americans are gonna like that Mount Rushmore. Sometimes you then I don't know Yasser Arafat. I'm like this. they send the nuclear. Psh. Hey, don't worry. No, your mountain's all the way near Wanipokasi. Oh, I don't mind. 
All right, moving on. We're going to round this up. Um, we're going to finish up this question. How blessed are you? How blessed are you? You know, from where you are now, from where, you, where from where were you, from where you were as a young fella. How about now? What? Um, I won't say how blessed are you, but what have you learned overall? What have you learned, and what have you learned, and what have you taken into your life, you know, to further pursue you in the years to come? Resilience. Yep. Patience. Yep. You know, humbleness, and to never complain. Uh, and to never complain. Yeah. You know, to never complain. Mm. That's what I've been taught. You know, is to always give thanks to the man above. Yep. And take every day as a blessing because tomorrow is not promised. Mm, true. Why live for tomorrow? Yeah. Live for now. Live for today. Live as if, live as if it's your last. Yeah. You know? What you know what are you gonna you know what are people gonna what are people gonna say about you when you mm. pass? Oh what do you want you know, you know what do people want what, to write on your tombstone? On your tombstone, you know, what do they yeah. wanna talk you know when you when you have gone, what do what do you wanna you know, what do you want them to talk about? You don't wanna see you know, gossip about you that you've done this, is that all or that you've done a change in the community, mm. you know? You know? In your own life, you know? I mean, like to go walk on the street and go pull out your wallet and go 50 bucks to the homeless or, you know? <laughs> the next thing, no money. You know what I mean? It's yeah. It. Just be yourself, you That's know? Mm. And take every day as a blessing. That's and it. never complain. Because you have to understand, this is one thing we have to understand. This one thing my grandma was told me. There's, there's people out there that are far worse than you. You have a bed, you have a roof over your head, mm. and you have food in your table. Yeah. These three things are which the people, you know? Yeah. People, some people that are out there in the world, they want these three things. Mm. Wow, Billy, that's uh, wonderful for you to share that today. Once again, uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing, sharing your thoughts, sharing your thoughts and your sharing your thoughts yep sharing your thoughts yeah. and your your upbringing and where where how far you have come so ladies and gentlemen to those that are listening i do hope that you've taken something out of this what really has shared and in a way just showing that you know really is just an everyday fijian living in the everyday world sharing his everyday story so to those that are listening i do hope that once again uh it's another another, another episode that i conclude here and once again, for those that listen, don't forget to subscribe or like the Fiji Everyday Fijians podcast, as Billy has shared um, in regards to his story. But once again, we'll come back to you. We'll sorry. We'll I'll get back to you in regards to our next episode, and probably no most likely be our last episode for two thousand twenty one. And I do hope once again you've enjoyed it. Stay safe until we come back next time, where the Everyday Fijian shares the everyday story in the everyday world. I'm your host, Michaeli Chris Valenavdalandre. Here our guest Billy signing out saying once again thank you. Minaka, take care, Nisamwa. Nisamwa, what about that? Nisamwa, what about that?